0: You're listening to The Ranch Sit-Down with your host, Shane Hollinger. Well, we got a big show here in uh, Fort Worth tonight, Tannehill's Tavern and Music Hall in the historic Fort Worth Stockyards. The great Lucas Nelson is going to be there. How are you, buddy?
1: I'm all right. Thank you. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thank you for uh, taking a minute to chat with us. Of course. And we'll go ahead and get the elephant out of the room, get it out of the way, because I'm sure you get asked the same thing every single interview you ever do.
1: Uh, I'm I'm about 5'9". 5'9". I was gonna say like, you
0: spell <laughs> Lucas with a K? Yeah. That's exactly. Odd. <laughs> yeah. No man, one of the coolest things I found out about and I didn't even realize this. Yeah. Uh Promise of the Real was a backing band for Neil Young.
1: Uh huh.
0: That's cool.
1: Yeah, we, we played for a while with Neil uh and uh learned a lot from him. And uh we played I played with my dad for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and um and I played uh Well, and started playing in my dad's band when I was 13.
2: 13?
1: Yeah. I wrote my first song when I was about 11 or 12, and he liked it a lot and put it on an album of his. Uh, The album's called It It Always Will Be. Yeah. And it was in, uh, oh, I can't remember when. It was like 2000. I was like 11, so it might have been 2001 or,
0: you know, I don't know. Everybody's doing the math right now. I can't do it right now in my head. (laughs)
1: I don't even know what year it is. Hardly, right. um, but uh, you know. And so he liked that song so much, he put it on his album. Um, it was called "You Were It," and, and that gave me a lot of confidence. And so, and also being starting. The reason I started was to to get closer to him. Really, having something to relate to him. Yeah. With, I would be so sad every time he left. Mm-hmm. You know, as a as a child, and uh, and he would be gone, and I'd have to go to school, and I'd have to stay, you know. And so, music. I knew that if I started to to play music, it'd be something that brought us together, mm-hmm. uh, and it did for a very long time. And we it helped nurture and build a very um, a very warm and under uh, like a. a, a, a a deep mutual understanding i think between us right and then ironically now as i'm older and i have a career and he's still at 90 has his career um it's in some ways it's become a, another thing that's and it brought us together but also brings us apart right. in a lot because of ways because we're both on the road, on the road yeah. and and i'm doing this now and i have to support a band and a, and a crew and uh, and go out and 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 have these responsibilities. So there's a tinge of sadness that comes with that too. You know, like just right. just being out, not being able to be with him as much as I as I'd like. You know,
0: seems like that really shows the differences between. The, the child of an artist and a child of a guy that works a nine-to-five job because the kid of a guy that works a nine-to-five job doesn't want to have anything to do with her dad because they see him all the time and they want to do something usually exactly opposite of what their career path was but this right. was like you said an opportunity to get closer to him because he was gone a lot
1: because he was a, yeah. gone a lot but yeah. he's also a very kind warm you know father and a, and a good good human so I you know I, I really uh, you know, loved being around him, right? And so, uh, you know, I think that, and still do. So, now we play dominoes on the phone. Oh, <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, we have a little oh, domino man. app, and that's kind of how we keep in touch. And then, uh, and then, uh, you know, we don't talk a lot on the phone. I don't. We're not real phone talkers, our family, you know, right. necessarily. Uh, but we, but we, but we check in with each other in different ways and and then we see each other when we can so
0: yes yeah, because so much of your family itself is involved in music and in, in yeah some way. i mean it's my so brother
1: different. is and and my sisters are to a certain extent uh, in in their own lives and careers my my sister paula my sister amy mm-hmm. um lana and uh, Susie, and you know there, there's there's a, a large group of us who might have a sister named renee who passed mm-hmm. and a, a, a brother named billy um, and then my brother Micah, um, and then all of their offspring, and you know it's. it's a, and then of course on my mom's side, it's pretty busy too.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So we, we have a lot of family, but I, I, I'm pretty focused singularly mm-hmm. um, myself. I, I'm, a, I'm a workaholic, and I'm, I'm very dedicated to what I do, and so uh, a lot of time that comes at the and uh, as a sacrifice. Uh, yeah. You know the family reunions and mm-hmm. birthdays and things like that that just kind of i don't really have you know but that's okay
0: growing up in a musical family was there ever any consideration on your part to do something besides music you know as a lot of kids grow up thinking i'm going to be a fireman or i'm going to be a policeman was there ever anything yeah. else for you
1: yeah i was an athlete when i was younger uh what sport uh i was a swimmer oh. and i played soccer in my high school and uh and in middle school, but I I was really into swimming. Um, and I was in Hawaii and I was on the Hawaii swim club and I competed. And, uh, so, uh, but, but once music really, and I was, I actually was a pretty good skateboarder. Mm -hmm. I was like skateboarding a lot and learning that and kind of getting into that. But at the time, those, except for swimming, which I really had a dream for, um, uh, the skateboarding and the and the um, soccer like we had MLS but MLS wasn't really a big a big deal right 20 years ago and so and I didn't really think that I could make any money doing that at really and I didn't have enough of a passion for it to really just not care about that. <laughs> right. I, you know what I mean yeah. and, and so I think that that really so eventually I honed into music and um and i took sort of the because i did want to be an olympic swimmer when i was a kid and so i took oh, wow. that type of that type of i knew what it took mm-hmm. i know the type of training i know that every day i know the no partying i know that you know 24 7 this is your job and i mm-hmm. i took that attitude towards learning to play guitar and writing songs and performing and that's sort of what made me um and i still am in that place now where where i just try and uh, you know, I mean, there, there, there hasn't been much distraction. That's you know? great. Yeah.
0: You were involved uh, pretty heavily in the Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga version of yeah. Star is Born. Uh-huh. A great movie, too, by the way. Yeah, it was sad. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. It was. But, like, does that make you want to be involved in more film stuff?
1: Yeah, I, I'd love to. You know, I'd love to be a, a part of it. Um, and, uh, you know, I was able to balance that with our schedule. Mm-hmm. I think we can do that again, um, you know, uh, and I think that, uh, you know, I write so much, um, I, I have 150 songs in an archive still that are that are over the last couple of years I've written, and I'm wow. just, you know, I feel very confident that, that those songs need a home, and mm-hmm. uh, and so, and then I have, I write songs, you know, uh, anytime i'm I, I have a, a reason to write a song, I'll sit down and 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 the muse will generally uh, come pretty quickly and and I love the challenge of writing four projects and things right. like that. so I, i'm I'm very uh, um, I'm very open to doing that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just and then also there's this dedication to my band and to the the guys that have been with me. For a long time and uh, have given a lot of their blood, sweat and tears uh, in order yeah. to, in order to be on the road hundreds of shows a year. And and uh, and we've now gotten to a place where we're making a, an OK living and just That's you know, great. It's, it's a good place. It's sort of like a, you know, that that sort of sustainable spot right. that we're at, you know,
0: where you still control everything. But that's you, right but you can actually live off of it yeah we can live off hardest, of it that's the yeah. hardest balance we're
1: living right now we're not in, we're not in poverty uh we're we're <laughs> uh you know we're We're doing okay and we're doing something we love so um you know every morning when i wake up i i remind myself of how lucky i am for that
0: one of uh one of my favorite songs of yours. speaking of movies came off of a soundtrack that probably anybody with a child over the age of 15 never heard the soundtrack. The My Little Pony soundtrack. Huh. We did a song called Naysayer. Yeah, N e i g h. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so well done. Like Thank I remember you. Uh, buying the soundtrack for my daughter, and it was like, "Wait a minute, what is this?" Yeah, I know. It was such a good song.
1: Yeah, I have a friend named um, Paul White Shadow as a DJ, mm-hmm. and he was the one who said, hey, "Hey, I'm working with this." It was actually during the Stars Born time. We I recorded oh, really? it in in Hollywood uh, while we were sort of recording. For the stars born soundtrack mm-hmm. and uh and he said hey come do this thing uh and i wrote that song for for that the movie i i sort of looked up you know the fans and that they were like there's like these naysayers and mm-hmm. you know there's people that are sort of like you know and, and so i i i kind of I, I had a lot of fun with that one you yeah. know
0: that is, yeah. I mean, is is that ever come up in conversation with people? Oh, by the way, I've also done a movie soundtrack for My Little Pony. know uh, yeah, I Just nobody. What, yeah. You can yeah. give them a hundred guesses.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, it, that you there's so many there's so many avenues and paths in this world right now. That you know, because of the interconnectivity of all mm-hmm. things, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you never know what your music might, uh, work well with, and, and I, you know, I mean, I'm a songwriter first and foremost, mm-hmm. and that's what I do, and I'm happy to, uh, to collaborate and lend my talents in any way that, uh, that, uh, that fits within my, uh, you know, I guess my, my, boundaries of integrity and and that was i mean it was, i felt like it was a good song and a good message it was you know? it's a great message yeah you should listen to that more yeah, like, yeah. we
0: need a little bit more of that today, i think so honestly. yeah yeah exactly we really do yeah. well you've got one of those songs how about we uh hear one of these songs that you've written
1: all right well, which one do you have any uh requests
0: whatever you'd like to play for us
1: all right let me see what my voice can do right now i'm not gonna
0: ask you to do naysayer that's probably been a while
1: i have to rem- i'd have to learn it right, right? now right <laughs> This is, uh, this is a song called Lion.
2: I've resigned myself to my confusion I'm just trying to sleep the whole night through I hardly do I'd be lying if I said I didn't wish that I was lying here with you The other night I dreamed that I was dying Woke up in a sweatin' though I knew it wasn't true. I'd be lying if I said I didn't wish that I was lying here with you. And I've been lying here on the phone. I've been lying all night long. Losing love ain't worth the songs I write. No possession that I own. Nor the house I call my home Could ever hold a candle to your light And I just want to be up on a mountain Lying near a rocky stream with waters clear and blue I'd be lying if I said I didn't wish that I was lying here with you I've been lying here on the phone, I've been lying all night long. Losing love ain't worth the songs I write. No possession that I own, nor the house I call my home. Could ever hold a candle to your light. And I just wanna be up on a mountain. Lying near a rocky stream with waters clear and blue I'd be lying if I said I didn't wish that I was lying here with you
0: Lucas Nelson, hanging out with us, man, you're such a good songwriter. Oh, thank you. So, like, where do these inspirations for your songs come from?
2: You know,
1: that's a good question. Um, they, they come from. I, I feel like um, just inspiration mm-hmm. is 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 sort of a. It comes from all different places, you know. I feel um, it comes from a deep love of the art of music mm-hmm. and 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 the desire to interpret the events and the epiphanies you might have in your mind into music. You know, a lot of people have amazing creative thoughts and just simply don't write them down right? or don't think about it. And some people do and they turn it into, um, you know, an app or they turn it into, yeah. you know, a, a, a brilliant idea that becomes a multi-million dollar corporation, you know, whatever. It, you know, you sort of, people have these, 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 these things that come to them. And I think they come in times when you're quiet enough with yourself uh, to reflect and to let these things in. I think I don't think, I feel like they come from this place that we can all tap into when we get out of our own way.
0: You mentioned the, the muse yeah. earlier. And yes. I, I've always felt there's like, there's this force yes. that does that to certain people so, that will yeah. allow, we'll listen to it, first of all. Yeah. and then we'll share it
1: I, I see my muse is this beautiful woman mm-hmm. uh, that is like sitting there and she loves me very much like an angel right yeah. and I and she gives me with these these little beautiful little ideas um, and I'm always so grateful when she does but I'll never force it. Right, You know, because, you you know, I don't want to disrespect her or take advantage, or take of, advantage it. Yeah. of it, you know. And there I think that, you know, I, I sort of I'm, I always respect it's like, you know, a gift is is meaningful because it comes at the right time. Mm-hmm. It comes, you know, when it's not expected or it comes when it comes from the heart. And I can I can tell that my muse really loves me. And, I, you know, so I'm very grateful to her. And I just feel that, um, you know, if I tried to sort of force it um, or or ask her to work to, like, she's not my slave, you know, Mm -hmm. and and, and I think that would really kill me and kill her and kill it. And so it's a very delicate balance of just allowing it to come when it does and respecting if it doesn't come, you know.
0: It It sounds like a partnership. It's a partnership. Yeah.
1: And that's the way I visualize it. You know, I think it is like you're saying a more sort of it's not it's not, you know, female or male. It's androgynous. It's a force out there. Mm -hmm. But the way that I see it in my mind is that, you know, or Roger Miller famously, uh, not famously, he told my dad and my dad told me, he says, it's like waiting for the rain. You know, your well fills up. You can't force the rain to come. Right. It just comes when it comes, and you draw from the well. As long as you got water, you got water. And then, you know, you got to wait for the rain.
0: Comes when you're ready. You just don't know when you're ready. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, Exactly. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah. So, what's the next goal for Lucas Nelson?
1: Uh, Well, that's a good question. My goal is to get to be uh, playing. the size venues that will, that will like, I, you know, I'd love to be able to sell out Madison square garden. I'd love to be able to sell, um, you know, five to 8,000 tickets out Mm -hmm. there, um, anywhere we go Mm -hmm. have, uh, you know, have the ability to control the sound, have the ability to be creative with the sound of each venue we're at, um, to create, you know, really beautiful light shows to create, you know, to kind of, uh, you know, builds almost cinematic visual experiences yeah. when we play mm-hmm. um, that go along like, you know, I'd love to do this, you know, I'd love to do something very uh, very creative with the with the atmosphere of our shows mm-hmm. um, and uh, and get creative i I mean I, the, the idea is to just create, 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 but it'd be nice to be able to play to to a certain level of crowd without being. Too famous to the point where, like you know, where Chris Stapleton is is a great spot for me. Yeah, that's where I would I would like to be. You know, where he's not chasing the headlines uh, all the time. He doesn't. Right. He's not fighting to stay relevant in pop culture. Mm-hmm. But he's got a career that sustains him and will sustain him for the rest of his life. And sort of, uh, you know, uh, another example is Jack Johnson, maybe. Yeah. Like uh, or or Eddie Vedder. Mm-hmm. You know, Pearl Jam. Yeah. Those guys sell out you know stadium zach brown is a great example mm-hmm. of that you know they they sell out fenway park twice but they're not like always you know it, it, it doesn't seem like they're chasing too much of anything they're just sort of following what they do and doing it right and have and they have a really nice fan base that 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 just consistently comes out for them and uh you know that's really that's where my goal is right now
0: you ever played Hills? No. Is this, oh, you're going to love this. The sound there is incredible. It's a good sounding it's spot. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You walk into the building and you don't think so, honestly, because you go, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they've done. It's, it's absolutely really? beautiful. Really? We job. were in,
1: uh, we played here last, we played at, at uh, Billy Bob's. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You've been here a few times. We're just yeah. going to let you move Is here.
1: it a small spot, Tannehill's? About- is it?
0: 1100 people i think oh yeah that's yeah, a great I mean, it, that's going to be good nice size, and to be nice and cozy yeah, yeah, yeah there's like you know a world famous chef that does all the food there so it's okay. going to be it's going to be the best food you've ever had, ever had at a bar really but yeah you're oh, going to love oh man this. that's
1: great oh now i'm excited
0: yeah get the uh, the the uh, grilled oysters
1: okay yeah because <laughs> I'm, I'm eating fish i'll do that there you go yeah, there you go i will thank you
0: lucas nelson man thank you so much what you're doing is really incredible oh, and it's really resonated with our fans for sure really yeah, that's great to hear i'm a big it. fan of what you're doing like thank you keep it up keep creating and uh we'll keep playing it for people
1: i'm so happy i'm so happy thank you
0: thank you for taking a minute to chat with yeah, us buddy yeah
1: like anytime you just let me know
0: this has been the ranch sit down to hear more check out our free app just search for 95.9 the ranch or find it wherever you listen to your favorite podcast new episodes every week